If you're here in this, you're one of the greatest persons on the planet right now. Hey there, welcome to the Paris OG podcast for entrepreneurs, creators, and dreamers. I believe everyone has a story to tell and we can learn from anyone through the journey, ideas, what drives them, and their experiences. But we have to connect the dots and this is what I do right here. So you sit tight and have a great listen. I have Khaled here with me, um, a champion boxer. That's what I call him because every time he refers to people as the champs, of course, he wants to make you a champion from what he does. So Khaled, you're welcome to the Paris OG podcast. And I want you to introduce yourself. Oh, thank you, Paris. First of all, I would like to thank you, actually, uh, Paris, my friend. My client, my champ. <laughs> nice to meet you. Invite, yeah, nice to meet you too. For inviting me here. Uh, the pleasure is all mine. Like, uh, I'm always happy to be here talking to you. Like, uh, it's my pleasure actually. So yeah, I'm Khalid Isam. I'm from uh, Palestine originally. I was born and grew up in the UAE. Uh, I'm the champion of the UAE three, time, three times in a row in boxing. And, oh, nice. Yeah, and seven times in karate. My father's a karate coach, so he's been taking with me, taking me with him to the club. So I've been training karate, martial arts. Interesting. So yeah. that is where you got your interest from to be a boxer. Yes, exactly. From my father. So you started very early. You, can you remember at what age you started? Yeah, I've been doing martial arts since I was six years old. Six years old. Well, yeah. I, I can't remember what I did when I was six years old. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I was playing. So, so how has it been for you since you you started boxing at age six no i started karate karate at yeah. age, so and I, you graduated to boxing yeah i started boxing uh in 2013 14. 2013 14 so that's yeah. a long time ago yeah, yeah right so um can you share a life-changing moment you've experienced in your career as a boxer oh a lot actually not just one moment yeah like uh First of all, boxing, give, boxing and karate, martial arts in general, give you this uh, confidence that okay. you're always confident about yourself. You don't need to go out in the streets and fight to prove yourself that you're strong and blah, blah, blah. No, you know, you're sure that you're strong. Yeah. So whenever a guy or anyone comes around and tries to like play around and yeah, mess with you, yeah, yeah, mess you're with just gonna try. Like most people will think that as a boxer, you're gonna smash him, Khalas. You're gonna defeat him, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. actually, you're gonna try to stay away from him because you don't want to beat him. Yeah. You know, if you hit him, you're gonna smash him so hard. Mm. So you yeah. just have to, you know, just threaten the person and then, yeah, yeah. That, that kind of stuff, right? Khalas, yeah. Mm. So how has boxing shaped your understanding of success and failure in your in life and your own life and your oh. client's life as well? Okay, yeah. Um, well, boxing gives me uh, not just the skills of boxing, like from boxing, I learned not to give up. Because right, that's awesome. my first championship, I didn't win. I didn't win in my first championship. What, what year was that? 2017, 18. Oh, nice. So I lost, but I learned from it because I lost be not because of someone else, because mm -hmm. of me. I didn't train so hard. I mean, I was training okay, but I didn't train for the championship because I haven't lost before in the car while I was doing karate. I haven't lost in karate. 
So I was like, oh, okay, boxing is the same. Halas, I'm training, I'm strong. I'm gonna go to the championship, smash yeah. them all. But when I went to the championship, I realized that boxing is different, man. It's like when you punch someone, you punch him so hard. It's right. not like karate, just points and blah, blah, blah. No, in boxing, you aim to knock him out. You know what I'm saying? So the first championship, I didn't win. I got upset and kind of, but I reminded myself that no, it's my fault. I have to go and train harder. Then, since back then, I haven't lost in boxing. You, you haven't lost in boxing. So, so there are two differences between karate and boxing. Exactly, yeah. And which one do you prefer the most? No, boxing. Boxing. Of course, yeah. So to you, like karate is like play, right? <laughs> yeah, and it's really good as well. I mean, it's gonna teach you a lot, but for me, boxing is different. Boxing like, uh, when you're a boxer, no one messes with you, bro. <laughs> Oh, nice. Yeah. So that's good. So in your opinion, what qualities or yeah, what qualities does boxing have to develop that you think everybody needs that are important in life? Oh yeah. Everybody needs it, bro. Like body, mind connection mm -hmm. and focus level. Yeah. Especially for the beginners, like the people who work 24 hours a day, you know what I'm saying? They only work. They only focus on work. They have nothing to do in their days. They just like work. Maybe in the weekends they go for a drink or something, mm -hmm. which is bad. <laughs> okay. Okay. So boxing gives them as like they're beginners, right? Mm -hmm. With the personal trainer, they're going to like focus on the pad work. For yeah. example, they're going to focus to punch the pads, right? Yes. So this is going to improve their body mind connection, their focus level. Right. Right. So from here, let's say jab, cross, and the trainer is saying, come on, jab, cross, duck, they're just if they think about anything else while they're doing boxing, no way, it oh. couldn't happen. They have to give it hundred percent. They have to focus hundred percent only in boxing for one hour. Mm -hmm. And that's going to improve their, not only stamina, boxing skills, athletic performance, mobility, blah, blah, blah. No, it's going to improve their body, mind connection and focus level. So they're going to take their focus level to the next level. Yeah, yeah, focus level is very important because if you're a person who uses your mind a lot, you need that focus, especially with social media distraction. <laughs> exactly, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, another thing is that, do you recommend people just pick boxing gloves and just start training, learning from YouTube or it's important to have a trainer? Yeah, it's important to have a trainer, of course, but depends on the trainer. Mm -hmm. Who are you going to have? And if you learn from YouTube, actually you can learn a lot. Like. Nowadays, you can learn a lot from YouTube, like you can be good from YouTube, yeah. but when you want to take yourself to the next level, especially in fitness, like you want to get your athletic performance to the next level, yeah, right. you can't just open the YouTube and write, oh, uh, upper body workout at home. <laughs> so, yeah, you need to have, you need to have this like uh, good trainer. Mm -hmm. So he's going to focus with you on taking every area of your of your body to the next level, like your stamina, your athletic performance, your focus level. And, but if your trainer is just focusing on like building muscles, okay, yalla, let's go, come on. 20, 21, 25, come on, lift more weights, blah, blah, blah. No, bro, don't train with this guy. Yeah. But if you want to take every area of your life to the next level, you want to build boxing skills, athletic performance, stamina, endurance, you have to make sure that you're training with the Right, coach. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, that's really, that's good. That's impressive. That's impressive because uh, 
I read a book where it, it talked about you can be a person who trains at the gym with muscles, but the way you train at the gym is not actually how you fight a street fight, you know? You can have all the muscles in the world and still not be good at street fight. Exactly, you exactly. still not have the yeah. stamina. <laughs> By the way, let me mention this story. Uh, it was on... It was in 2019, actually. Mm -hmm. I won this championship. I got the first, the gold medal. Yeah. Alhamdulillah. Oh, nice. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> so uh, in the semifinal, I won, all right, by a knockout. Mm. Then the next day, it was the final. Oh. No, no rest, khalas. The next day, I have a fight. I have a match. So it was the final. I still don't know who's my opponent. Oh. Okay. So five minutes before the match, my opponent came, like, <laughs> came into the ring. He's the first. So... My all teammates, the whole teammates, the whole people that were training with me in my club were like, oh, Khalid, see who's your opponent. Look at him. He was huge, bro. He was big, you know? Uh -huh. His muscles were, were very big. Yeah. They were like, oh, Khalid, are you sure you're going to make it? <laughs> I'm like, I got a bit nervous, to be honest, because yeah. I was skinnier than right now mm -hmm. as well. I was too much skinny. <laughs> yeah, I was very skinny. But I kept reminding myself, no, Khalid. Remember what your coach told you. Remember what your dad told you. Mm -hmm. It's not about how big your muscles are. It's about how skilled you are. Mm. How, your, how good your techniques are. So, and I beat this guy. I knocked him out as well. Oh, that's good. Yeah, yeah, it happens a lot, you know. It happens a lot. And when you are skinny, I think there are some tactics. You can easily move yourself. It's like you're like a butterfly. So you can swing here and swing here. Exactly, exactly. Actually, his punches hurted me so much. Like, he punched... He punched me on my stomach and Ooh. it hurts. It feels pain. <laughs> yeah. Too painful. But I kept going. My stamina was really good. Mm -hmm. And I worked on, uh, I played tall, like mm -hmm. tall. Mm -hmm. So I knocked him by the techniques. So were you taller than this person? Yeah, I was taller than him. Oh, okay. So, so he was giving you uppercut. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> if I don't start to my body shots, bro. <laughs> That's good. So uh, let's talk about um, discipline. When it comes to boxing, what role does boxing play in terms of discipline in your personal life and the lives of people that you train? Oh, a lot. A lot, bro. I mean, if you're not disciplined in boxing, I'm telling you, don't continue. If you like want to train three times a week, okay, it's fine. But three times a week, consistently, like every week you train three times, okay, let's say Sunday, Monday, Thursday, mm -hmm. right? Or Saturday, Monday, Wednesday. Mm -hmm. Depends on your schedule. But if you're going to train this week for three times, then the next week you're going to be like, oh, I'm tired, khalas. Let's take this day, uh, this week off. Bro, the next week you're going to come, you're going to start again from zero. Mm -hmm. And if your trainer still training you, then he's not, he knows that he's not going to take you to the next level. So he's just wasting your money and time. Mm -hmm. That's good. So, and uh, is there a way you can... Um, take this aspect of boxing and add to other area of your lives, other part of your lives? Mm, exactly. Yeah, actually, absolutely. If you like disciplined in boxing, you're going to take your discipline level to the next level in every area of your life at work. Like, khalas, you wake up at 7 a.m. Let's say you work from 7 to 12. Mm -hmm. And every day you have a boxing class mm -hmm. from three to four. Uh -huh. If you go to this boxing class every day from three to four, work is going to be easy for you. Okay. Boxing is the hardest, bro. <laughs> boxing is the hardest, yeah. So it has helped you in your life as well. Yeah, absolutely. So you're a punctual person? I'm what, sorry? 
punctual, like you don't come late? Did I come late today? I don't know. I'm asking you. <laughs> Usually not. Usually not. Yeah. So in the past one, how many times have you been late? Twice. Oh, that's forgivable. Yeah. <laughs> that's forgivable. Yeah. yeah. Uh, okay. That's good. Um, so what life lessons have you learned from boxing career that you think anybody can take and regardless of what they do in their lives? Oh, okay. Well, consistency, bro. Consistency. And discipline, of course. Yeah. Consistency is you really, um, it's a great tool to have. Yeah. Cause when you do boxing, you have to do it consistently. If you don't do boxing consistently, then you're wasting your time. But if you do it consistently, you're going to see the results so fast, bro. Like you're going to see improvements in your body, mind connection, in your focus level, mm. in your boxing skills. Then you're going to be like, oh, I improved myself so fast in boxing. Let's say in one or two months. Mm -hmm. Then, of course, if I want to learn this language or this language, or if I want to build this skill, it's going to be easy for me. I mean, I just have to be consistent. Then I'm going to do it. Same goes with boxing. Mm. Yeah. Well, yeah, I think consistency is it's something you can actually build with. So let's go to up. Can you share a story of a trainee who has greatly exceeded your expectations? Somebody that surprised you in terms of boxing. I mean, you saw this person and like, okay, you didn't think about anything, but as you started training with this person, you realized that, oh, this person is fire. Okay. Okay. See, I have a lot of clients actually, mm -hmm. but I'm going to talk about the last client I trained, like mm -hmm. just one hour ago. Oh, okay. I trained him from 1 PM to 2 PM. All right. Mm -hmm. Just be before I come here, before mm -hmm. our podcast. This guy, this boy is nine years old, bro. Nice. He's really smart. He's improving so fast. Like, and his mom's so proud of him. Nice. So I started training him like one month and a half ago. Mm -hmm. And now he's punching me. He's like, we're doing bad work mm -hmm. without looking. Like I'm hiding his eyes like mm -hmm. this with the bandage. You tie his eyes. Yeah. Yeah. And I have the video on my Instagram account. I just posted mm -hmm. and uh, his improvements are like, insane bro that's really nice yeah yeah so it's just like every other thing where it's nice and better to start early exactly yes so do you have a lot of younger trainees yeah yeah a lot of kids you have a lot of kids yeah yeah so like eight nine years old 12 13. so these kids when they are when their parents brought them to you what did they say like just train my 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 kid to be a boxer or for discipline or for stamina or what is the goal? All bro. Like mostly they just want their kids to do something, something to do some, active, yeah, yeah, to right. be active, to be active. Yeah. But when they see how good they are now in boxing, they're like, Oh, Khalid, can they compete in a championship? Like later on? Yeah. I'm like, yeah, of course we're going to work on that. And now I'm working on that with this kid. Yeah. His so name is uh, Rafael and uh, yeah. Proud of you, bro. <laughs> That's nice. Yeah. So is there a competition for kids? Yeah, yeah of course. Like with head guards. Oh, with head gear. Yeah, yeah, of course. So in the UAE as well? In, in the UAE, like 12, 13 years old. 12, 13 years yeah. old. Oh. I have in my club teammates. They're mm. like 12, 13 years old. They win as well because yeah. they're training with me. Mm. Is there a lot of money in boxing? Yeah, they, like any career, bro. If you work hard on yourself, if you really improved your skills, mm. you're going to get a lot of money. But if you just like come to waste your time, <laughs> no, bro, you're going to take maybe nothing. Uh, okay. So what, what is the most um, common misconception people have about boxing? 
Okay, so uh, most people think that boxers, or if I like, if they want to train boxing, they think twice. Okay, why why would I train boxing? Okay, mm -hmm. what I'm gonna learn from boxing? I don't want to fight now. I, yeah, <laughs> I live in Dubai, which is the safest city in the world. Mm -hmm. I don't need to fight. Halas, no need to learn boxing. <laughs> yeah, but the thing is, boxing is not just gonna make you good in fighting. It's gonna improve, as I said, your body mind connection, your focus level. Mm. You're gonna be good at your work and your career. You're gonna mm. be the best, bro. And when you when you do something, always aim to be the best. So boxing is going to take your body mind connection to the next level, your discipline. That's it. That, that that's it. So mm. so you don't need to be a boxer and compete in championships to train. You can't just do it as a sport, because boxing, bro increases your stamina a lot and burns a lot of calories in boxing and jumping rope, skipping rope. So if you want to lose fat, train boxing. If you want to build strength, train boxing. If you want to build stamina, train boxing. If you want to build endurance, train boxing. Yeah, endurance. Yeah, if yeah, you yeah. want to feel happy, feel good, train <laughs> boxing. Because you're going to sweat, bro, a lot. Yeah, yeah. You, you sweat a lot. Yeah. yeah. Mm. So what is your favorite part of being a trainer? Oh, the best question, bro. <laughs> I meet new people from boxing. Awesome. Yeah. I think everybody, anybody that works a, um, a job or does a business that allows them to meet new people, this is the best part for them. Yeah, I meet new different people from different cultures from all around the world. Mm -hmm. And this is the best thing I gained from being a personal trainer. Mm. Yeah, and I would like actually to uh, Say hi from here to Sebastian, Abi, nice. Marcos. I met these guys in uh, Burj Vista. Mm. And bro, I'm really glad. I'm really happy that I met them. Nice. They uh, were my friends. They became my clients. Mm. They're doing so good in, nice. in boxing and fitness. Nice. And I'm so proud of them. Nice. And inshallah, we're going to do way more amazing work in the future. That's really cool. So, yeah. so you've met a lot of cultures, a lot of people, a lot of different background. And with good mindsets. With, with good mindsets. Exactly. Yeah, so. Like the ones who want to train boxing, they don't come. If somebody wants to train boxing and he comes to me and says, oh, Khaled, I want to train boxing. Mm. Khalas, bro, this guy has a good mindset, has a good mentality. <laughs> yeah. He wants to improve himself. Yes. So for sure, bro, my pleasure. Uh, so what have you, concerning Kosho, what have you learned so far from your clients okay now your clients they learn a lot from you stamina boxing endurance consistency what have you learned from your client and tell us one thing that has changed you as a person that you learn from your clients first of all they come to me as a beginner right yes as beginners then i change every area of their lives mm -hmm. and when i see like one of my clients struggling and training so hard and wants to be the best, mm -hmm. wants to be better every day. I'm really like, oh, it's good that I'm good in boxing. It's, I mean, when people, when you see people like training hard and working hard on their, on themselves, mm -hmm. like you're like, oh, I have to work hard as well. So like, like they motivate you, bro. So one of the biggest lessons and things you've gained from your client is motivation D discipline as well yeah discipline as well of course because it drops on each person i mean if you know somebody's doing hard you want you don't want to start i mean this kind of healthy competition is really good too yeah yeah and one thing the best thing i learned from one of my clients he's 60 years old 60 60 years old maybe 62 now mm. 
I mean, when I see him training with me and training so hard and being happy while training, he's not complaining. Mm. I mean, I'm like, oh, if this guy is 62 years old and training hard, who are you? <laughs> yes, what's my excuse, bro? Yeah, yeah. No excuses, man. Yeah, so, so uh, what you're trying to say here is no matter where you find yourself, there should be no room for excuse because other person are going to do it better than you. Exactly. Yeah. No excuses. Yeah. No excuses. So how do you deal with trainees who have great potential, but lack discipline and motivation? Oh, I mean, they dream about boxing. They look at your profile, they look at your stories. They want to be what other people are, mm -hmm. but they, there is this excuse that they can't get out of their mind, out of the way. Okay. What do you do? I try to motivate them, to inspire them, you know, mm -hmm. and I try to take it step by step with them. Mm -hmm. So first of all, they like it. They enjoy it. Mm -hmm. They don't get bored. Mm -hmm. And step by step, they become disciplined, bro. Mm. Like, cause if you want to be disciplined, you can't be, you can't become disciplined in one day, right? Yeah. You have first to learn how to be disciplined, to practice it. Mm -hmm. Then in one month, if you see a result, once they see, once, once they start seeing results, mm -hmm. they become disciplined, maybe more than me. <laughs> okay. So it, it, you start small and. Yes, exactly. But if I see that, no, this client is like just trying to waste time. He's not disciplined and he's like, uh, okay, Khaled, let's do it tomorrow. Oh, today I don't feel good. Okay, bro. Halas. Tomorrow you're not going to feel good as well. See you later. <laughs> see you in the future. Uh, because your time is very potent. Absolutely. Interesting. So do you have um, a system? Do you have, do you build a system that a person can go through to become more motivational or do you just say, okay, let's go and do it. It will be fine. Uh, do you have some system you build that can encourage a person? Do you show them like showing them videos or pictures of these kids you talked about or people who are older than them who are doing it or? Of course. I always show my clients, like uh, the other clients that are doing good mm. and with, let's say, uh, I don't know, uh, like not bad age, but like they're older than them, yeah. even though they're doing better. Mm. So bro, you have no excuses. Come on, let's do it. And does it always work? With some clients, yeah. So the one that doesn't work, I mean, you know that you've tried your best. Sometimes when you've tried your best and there is nothing you can do. Yeah, alas, bro. <laughs> You don't want to train. See you later. <laughs> so let's talk about networking with boxing. Do you network with other trainers? Exactly. I have a lot of uh, connections, a lot of connections, a lot of trainers as friends. Mm. And I know how they train their clients. Mm. And uh, I was training with them as well, mm. like just as friends. And before I become a personal trainer, mm -hmm. I've been training with way like so many coaches, mm. so many trainers as a uh, in my club, in Fujera club, FMAC, mm. our coach used to take us to many clubs, many different clubs, just to do camp for one week or two weeks, mm -hmm. just, to, just to experience the, how to train with different coaches. Mm. So I'm getting like skills from this coach, skills from this coach. So is there, is, you, may, you just mentioned how to train with different coaches. So is there something else you apply to this culture and this culture? Do you? train different cultures separately? I mean, with different method or? Yeah, of course. I mean, I'm using different programs for uh, my clients. Like this client is not the same 
Mm. He has no, he has, uh, let's say, his stamina is not that good as my other client. So I'm doing for him uh, like program depends mm. on his stamina. Mm. So the caution matters with the way you approach these people. Exactly. Yes, matters. Absolutely. So what is it like with um, different trainers? Do you have like, um, is there a competition? How is the market? Actually, I think that there's a competition between trainers. Mm -hmm. But for me, I mean, I'm good with them. I'm like, uh, I'm always smiling to other mm -hmm. trainers. Mm -hmm. When I see like a trainer walking around or in the gym training his client, I'm like smiling. Yo, bro, how are you? I hope you're doing well. How's it going? Do they often, do they often do the same to you? They smile back. Yeah. Oh. But always I start. I don't know why, uh, like. Maybe just, that's just to your person and that's good too. Maybe. Mm. Yeah. But let's say this as well. Uh, some trainers are like, maybe most of trainers nowadays are just wasting their clients' money and time. They're just like telling them, okay, come, let's do 15 minutes running on the treadmill. After that, as a warming up, let's say, after that 15 minutes mm -hmm. cycling, then after that, let's say, I don't know, 15 minutes on that machine as well. And bro, your client is, <laughs> like your client has uh, time, bro. He's paying you money. Mm -hmm. You can't waste his time because if you want him to do like running to run on the treadmill, then just tell him you, you don't have to come. <laughs> of course. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah. Be because I mean, what do you really want to tell the person to do on a treadmill that they cannot do on their own? Right. Anybody can use a, tre a treadmill. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. 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 Anybody can go and run outdoor. Mm. Yeah. So why do you think they are doing this? I think they don't love their jobs. Oh, I but, think the, they love the money. They love the money, so they keep going. <laughs> yeah. But soon they're gonna, yeah, they're gonna lose their clients because their clients will Their realize. clients will come to you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, of course. <laughs> well, that's good. So how do you may, uh, measure the success of your boxing training business? Is it successful? Has it grown over these years? Oh yeah. It's For, it's grown a lot for the six, for the past six months. Six months. Wow. Yeah. I mean, now I have clients who are still training with me mm. for almost one year. And when I have these clients, like I'm training them monthly, mm. every time they just stop when they travel for mm. work, then they come back, they continue. They text me, let's train again, let's do it. And every time they renew the package and they keep training, they see results. And I see that they're so happy. They're grateful. You know what I'm saying? Mm. So. What do you think is the secret? Because I love what I'm doing mm -hmm. and I give them my best, you know? And they understand that you give them your best as well. Yeah. That's beautiful. I mean, whatever you are doing, you have to put in your best or you're wasting your time or your energy. Exactly. And uh, one of the reasons, because I have a big vision, mm -hmm. like a big vision in boxing, but most trainers are just training their clients to make money now, like short term goal. But I have a long term goal, a big vision. Tell us about your vision. Okay, well, first of all, I want to build the best boxing club in Dubai. Nice. Not only like a gym or a boxing gym. No, the oh, best awesome. boxing club, big club. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So first of all, I have to gain more clients because mm -hmm. real clients, real money real will come money. to the club directly, yeah. right? Because right. they trust me. And uh, after that, I'm going to bring trainers that I trust. Mm -hmm. Then I'm gonna only be training my uh, special clients. Special clients. I hope I be your special client. <laughs> of course, <then>. you are. <laughs> uh, okay, so 
do you recommend any gym to start boxing or is are there gyms gyms these days are they for boxing or just everything see i think that group classes are only for fun because oh. they bring with them music all right like loud music and like 15 or 21 is punching on the bag everyone is punching wrong and the trainers out there are like okay good job let's go no excuse mm. come on and let's go bro they're punching wrong they're like the trainers can't focus with 21 at the same time yeah you know so I think that if you're training in a group class, mm -hmm. you can do it for fun maybe once or twice a month. Mm -hmm. But if you want to take every area of your life, if you want to build stamina, build uh, boxing skills, athletic performance, endurance, strength, you can't just train in a group class. You have to have your personal trainer. So that's very important. And yeah. I think the business of personal trainer has really grown these years. Do you think there? A lot, yeah, especially in Dubai. Yeah, especially in Dubai. So yeah. why is this? Because people don't know how to do things on their own or? No, I think people know. Pe okay. People actually know how to train. Okay. Maybe they just maybe have lack of knowledge. So ab about sport, about exercises. So, and when they bring personal trainers, they get motivated, you know what I'm saying? Right, right. Yeah. If you have somebody that say, hey, come on, yalla, let's go. You, yeah. You. And the, this trainer, if he's like giving them new exercises, mm -hmm. then they're definitely gonna like it. Oh, I'm training new exercises. I'm doing new things. Mm -hmm. I would haven't been doing it if I didn't train with him, right? Mm -hmm. So I'm gonna continue with him. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And because also nowadays people realize that, oh, sport is the most important thing in life because health yeah. is wealth, right? Yeah, health is wealth. So most people are trying to bring a personal trainer nowadays. So if somebody wants to change, and grow i think they can grow but there are two different types of people right people who can do it on their own and people who need someone to hold their hand this is not bad because we are all very different people of course yeah so i think as a point you can figure out who you are if you're the kind of person who needs motivation from others yeah stick with people who can give you motivation don't be in the wrong place or the wrong people. Some people will say there are no wrong people, but the term of wrong people, when you say wrong people, is that if this is not what you want, then this is wrong for you. Exactly. And some people actually are good and uh, disciplined mm. in sport. And some people are disciplined at work. Some people are disciplined- With money. With money. <laughs> and some people are disciplined with learning language. Yes. New language. But the ones who aren't disciplined in sport, they will need a trainer. Mm, so right. yeah. yeah so i yeah that's actually a very good point because discipline there is no all-round general discipline yeah. so you might be disciplined in waking up early going to bed early with exactly. your job consistent and in some other aspect of your life you might not be this yeah uh, definitely so for you are you disciplining everywhere yeah mo mostly yes because i built i i built this skill yeah that's yeah so, because I love learning new languages as well. Yeah. So when I went to Turkey, mm. I uh, learned I learned the Turkish language and became fluently in it in three months. Three months. Yeah, I used to study the Turkish language for six hours every yeah. single day. No day off, no, bro, no excuses. I didn't take any single day off. Like even Saturday and Sunday, I used to study for six hours. Tell me how I used to just simply wake up at 4 a.m pray then have my uh, 
light breakfast mm -hmm. and drink water, have light breakfast. Then I study from 6 a.m. Mm -hmm. to let's say 12, 12 p.m. All right, consistently. Mm -hmm. So here's it's six hours, right? Mm. Then in the middle of the day, I read like books, listen to podcasts, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah podcast, these things, and, and you speak to you speak with people, yeah. Of course, after 12 p.m., I go out and yeah, practice yeah. my uh, yeah. Turkish language in street. And the Turkish people were like, "Oh, where are you from?" I'm like, "I'm from Palestine. Came from Dubai like two months ago." Mm. And they're like, "Oh, two months ago, and you're speaking Turkish very good, bro." <laughs> oh, how did you study Turkish? How blah blah blah, mm -hmm. and. I didn't study Turkish in a course or something. I just went to a university mm -hmm. just for one month. Mm -hmm. Then I uh, left it. Do you think Turkish is a hard language to learn? Difficult? Totally not. It's like, it's an easy language, but actually I see that uh, this is a bit wrong question because we have to ask, because uh, most languages are different. Mm -hmm. There is no like a hard language and an easy language because the German is harder than Turkish, right? Mm. But When I studied German mm. after the Turkish language, it was easier than Turkish for me because mm. once I studied the Turkish language, I built the skills, I built the uh, discipline level, right? So when I went to study German, when I faced the troubles, mm. halas, I knew how to face them, mm -hmm. how to solve them. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. So, but your German level is not as good as your Turkish. Of course. Yeah, because I think in Dubai you meet more Turkish people than German. Yeah. So you have more time to practice, eat Turkish food. Exactly. And I haven't gone here to Germany yet. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, that's why. Okay, yeah. So maybe you can just spend two months, three months in Germany and see, you, you catch fire. <laughs> yeah, inshallah, hopefully, yeah, of course. <laughs> But that's really good. That's good. And you know, by the way, learning uh, the Turkish language got my boxing skills as well to the next level. Because mm. I learned the Turkish language, I got to go to a big boxing club in Turkey. Whoa. Because I know how to speak Turkish. In this boxing club, they only speak Turkish. There's no like uh, translator or something. So when I went there, they knew from my face that I'm not Turkish. So they were like, oh, okay, like uh, we are only training Turkish people here. Okay. Then I started speaking Turkish to them. Mm -hmm. I'm like, no, I want to train, blah, blah, blah. Then they were like, oh, you know Turkish, you're speaking very well. Then they got me inside. I started training with them. I realized that no, the boxers there are like next level. And the thing with language is when you go to a place where they speak a different language and even if you can speak small, they bring you in because they want to, they want you to get better at the language. Yeah, of course. I think that is one thing that happens too, because people are happy when you speak speak their language, it means you understand them, you want to be part of them. Uh, of course. But the problem, was, uh, the problem with the Turkish people is that when I used to speak Turkish a little bit, like from my first month, mm -hmm. I used to go, let's say for uh, like uh, the restaurant or something to yeah. order. Mm -hmm. And my Turkish language wasn't that good at the time. <laughs> so they were like, the Turkish people speak so fast. I couldn't understand. I'm, and I'm like, oh, please, can you repeat it? Can you read it? Yeah, a and, new language is always very fast. Yeah, but Turkish you. people were like, how oh, you don't understand me? You know, they were like shouting a little <laughs> bit on me. But yeah, I'm like, okay, yeah, shout more, no problem. <laughs> It's fine, I'm there. Mm. So what strategies do you employ to market your training services? Uh, actually, now I'm not focusing on marketing a lot. Like, I'm just 
focusing on training my clients. On how, so how do you get new clients? From my clients. They recommend me to their friends, then mm. I get new clients. And do you think if you don't advertise on Instagram, no? No, I don't advertise on Instagram. I don't boost my posts on Instagram. Why? Because I don't want to get that much of clients at the same day, like 50 calls or so. How many clients do you get in a day? Now let's say two, three. Two, three in a day is okay for you? Yeah, I mean, I can handle it. I can talk with them. Maybe I will answer two of them in the next day, mm. but yeah. So if you have like six clients, can you manage it? Six a clients a day? Yeah. Wait, you mean new clients or like clients? Like clients, like can you train six clients a day? I'm training 10 clients a day. Mm. Yeah. So why don't you boost your services if you can handle 10 clients a day? Because if I boost my videos, it's gonna like, uh, some people might come, of course, a lot of people might come, but some of them might be like not interested, you know? He's just like, oh, nice video. Then he's gonna send message, you know? This send message. Yeah, okay, hey coach, normal. how much does it cost? No, I don't want these people. I want only the disciplined ones. Okay, so you are relying on word of mouth. Yes. Sure, sure word of mouth. Exactly. And this is, you think is the best approach. So do you give discount through your customers, no? Your clients? Mm, my price is my price, bro. Your price. So if I bring you three clients, you don't give me a discount? Because, ah, you? Yes. I mean, because if you reduce the price, then no, bro. Like, uh, because I don't charge, I don't charge a lot as well. Mm -hmm. Like I have this uh, code that I believe it's uh, one of the best codes, which is pay less, gain more. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I don't charge a lot, but I give you a lot of values. Mm -hmm. Great. So I don't need to do more discounts. Yeah. But do you give this new clients discount just because of your former client? Uh, no, actually, no, uh, you don't. No. So if I bring three people and I say, oh, Khalid, these are my friends. They want to come and box with you. I told them to come and box with you because you might give them reasonable discount. You can do that. Yeah. Them, not me. And yeah, actually, no, no, no? because if I like reduce the price for them, mm -hmm. what about the other clients? I have other clients that other new clients as well mm -hmm. that might come and ask me for for my price mm -hmm. yeah with my price so i wouldn't re reduce the price a lot but if someone is trying to negotiate and let's say take more classes mm -hmm. and uh, just the same price but more classes yeah depends yeah yeah so i think there's still a discount because even if you factor in the price per session then if you have like two extra classes it means it still brings the, brings down the price right so yeah that's still a discount mm -hmm. so you do that maybe no <laughs> I used to do it. Now I don't actually. Now you don't. Yeah, to be honest. Because you have so much client or what? Yeah, <laughs> kind of, yeah. So when you were starting out, you used to do it. Where at the beginning, you used to do it. Yeah, I used to do discounts, discounts as well. But uh -huh. I realized that when I, use, when I do discounts, when I uh, like train someone for free, for example, like giving him a trial for free, mm -hmm. he doesn't come again because he thinks that Oh, it doesn't worth anything. I trained for free. Why would this I pay? This is Dubai. I know. <laughs> yeah. yeah. If it's too cheap, then probably there is no value, right? Yeah. Mm. I understand this. And so. if you do, see, and bro, if you do something very good, if you're really good in something, mm -hmm. in a skill, mm -hmm. don't do it for free. Yeah. Never do it for free, bro. Yeah. Because of the kind of customers you attract. Exactly. And they will see you as, uh, I don't know, a joker maybe. <laughs> 
I mean, they will not take you seriously if you're doing it for free, bro. Mm. Yeah. Mm, and right. if you, let's say, reduce the price for, that's why I don't reduce the price or do discount. Because if I reduce the price for someone, mm. the next day he might come and, oh, Khalid, please, today I'm a bit tired. He's going to think like, okay, I paid less. Khalas, let's take this day off and yeah. count it. No problem. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I, I get it. So... You said you've been living here for 20 years. Oh, I was born here. You were born here. So yeah. apart from Dubai, which other city do you like the most? Actually, I was born in Fujairah, not Dubai. Oh, yeah. Fujairah. Uh -huh. Yeah, but I like Fujairah. It's a calm city, mm -hmm. like, uh, and it's near Khorfakan as well. I mm -hmm. like Khorfakan, mm -hmm. but Dubai is the best, bro. Dubai is the best. Dubai is the best. So if you can live in another place, where would you live? Trabzon in Turkey. Trabzon in Turkey or yeah. Sapanja because uh, Turkey is one of my best countries as well especially mm. Trabzon not mm. the whole cities mm. like I like Istanbul mm -hmm. but Istanbul is a bit uh, crowded yeah like right yeah but Trabzon uh, is like you can see a lot of nature places right there mm -hmm. so and I like it mm. it's not hot as well I like snow oh there's snow there yeah oh that's good so you since you've been here what things have you learned that a new person can learn from you? Mm, a lot, actually. Yeah, tell us a few. Like... Uh, what is your Dubai philosophy? Uh, my Dubai philosophy? Yeah. <laughs> like, actually, I, th I think that people learn discipline from me. Like, they learn how to be disciplined, how mm -hmm. to get their skills to the next level. Because mm -hmm. once a person talks with me, at the end of the conversation, he's like, oh, Khalid, I got motivated. Like, Khalas, I promise you, I'm going to change, man. You changed mm -hmm. me. Then like three weeks later, he comes to me and says, Khalid, you changed my life. Nice. I'm glad that I met you. I like that feeling. Yeah, I love it too. And I really want to look at someone. I really want someone to look at me and say, oh, Khalid, you inspired me a lot. Mm -hmm. So this feeling is amazing. It's amazing. So, yeah, I mean, this is other aspect of growth, right? So you want people to grow. And it's good that when people meet you, that something in their life changes for good. Yeah, yeah, bro, definitely. Because I think that success is all about growing and inspiring others. Mm -hmm. If you're just trying to be successful and you're, okay, you're building your brand and kind of blah, blah, blah. But you're not inspiring other people. You're not motivating them. You're not growing others. Mm -hmm. Then... I think you should think twice. Oh, okay. So, so Dubai in general for you is one of the best places, right? Yes. It's you, the be it's the safest city in the world, right? Yeah. In terms of opportunity, in terms of what anybody can achieve, um, can achieve, what do you think? Okay. Here's what I think. If you're in Dubai, you're going to be able to meet new people, different people from all around the world. Yeah, right, like, right, right. I met you. <laughs> yeah. You're from Nigeria. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, you met me. I'm, I was born here. I'm from Palestine, yeah. but I went to Turkey. Mm. And when you meet new people, bro, you learn new languages. You learn new cultures, different cultures. And I think that's the best way to live your life. Mm. You, here in Dubai, like... You can learn a new language without traveling to it. <laughs> right, right. I'm practicing my German language with my friends here. Mm -hmm. Like, and you remember yesterday, or it was like two, two days, days ago? Yeah, we met uh, uh, my neighbor. Uh, and, Florian, uh, his name is Florian. Uh, yeah, okay, Florian. Yeah, right he's, he's, right. he's from Germany. Yeah. And when I met him, you saw how I talked, how I spoke German with him, right? Yeah, yeah. How was it? Yeah, 
It's good for a start. Yeah, it was good. Okay, and I just met him in uh, the gym, like ah. because of you, right? Yeah. I, I asked him, "Yo, bro, where are you from?" He's like from Germany. Oh, la, yeah, okay. Ich kann ein bisschen Deutsch sprechen. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, that's good. And yeah. you got one client again from there, my neighbor Anna. So yeah, I think that's one of the good things too, right? Yeah, yeah. She didn't start training with me yet, but. Anna, I'm waiting for you. We're, <laughs> yeah, we're gonna do an amazing work together. Yalla, let's do it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, she's a nice person. So yeah, yeah I think I, so. I'm sure she will come to you as a, as a trainer. Um, so anything else you think we can learn from you living in Dubai? What do you mean? Anything else you think we can learn from you or your experience in Dubai? Other than boxing? Yes. Uh, maybe like, like different things, like what you learn from others. But from me, you will learn, as I told you, uh, maybe how to wake up early, how to be disciplined, mm -hmm. how to get every area of your life to the next level. Mm -hmm. And yeah, these things. So who's your favorite boxer? Of all time, Muhammad Ali, of course. Muhammad Ali. Yeah. What about right now? I like Canelo, actually. And yeah. Okay. I don't know Canelo. I don't know a lot about boxing, actually. But this guy... Mm, I don't know. Do you like Mayweather? Yeah, of course. Of course. I like Mayweather as well. Uh, but like, uh, I like them all. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but if you're asking me about my favorite boxer, mm. I've got to say, no, Muhammad Ali, bro. Mm. Yeah. Interesting. He inspired yeah. a lot of people, yeah? Yeah, he inspires a lot of people. And yeah, I understand. Yeah. But I think that there are a lot of boxers, a lot of good boxers right now. Mm -hmm. And they're inspiring us and kind of they're motivating us. Mm -hmm. They're doing really good. But they all might be the same. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, right, right. So for you, would you have loved to be a big bosser, boxer? Would you have loved to be like Muhammad Ali, you know? Uh, or Mike Tyson. Mike Tyson. I would like to be Khalid Asa. Oh, great. I would like to be myself. Yes, yeah. yes. I mean, what I'm, I mean? I'm learning from them. I'm mm -hmm. learning a lot from Muhammad Ali, from Mike Tyson, from Canelo. But... I have my own skills. I have my own way in boxing. Mm. So I'm doing good and I only want to be myself. You know what I'm saying? Mm. So why did you decide to branch out to training rather than pursuing professional boxing to be big boxer? I want to do both. You want to do both? Both, yeah. Oh, okay, that's good. That's okay. Good. But first of all, I used to train like uh, when I used to just train boxing mm -hmm. before I became uh, a boxing trainer. Mm. I used to train my friends for just for uh, getting their life to the next level, their boxing skills, all right? Mm. And they were like, oh, Khalid, you're doing so good. You're doing programs for us. And I mean, you're training us like a great personal trainer. Mm. Why don't you do this as a business? Why, you, why don't you start your business, nice, your, nice. your personal trainer career? Then mm. I'm like, I'm just a boxer. I'm going to train you guys, but I'm going to do programs for you. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. So I uh, think that uh, the it, time is done. No, it's okay. Uh, it's okay. So, um, how big is boxing in the UAE? Yeah, it's really big, and now it uh, like it became bigger now nowadays. Yeah. So, are you still boxing for competition? How? Are you still doing competition? Did I used to play competitions? Do you still do comp boxing competition? Ah, of course. I have a championship on August, like next month. Oh, nice. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Well, we hope to see you. Yeah. Oh, thank you. <laughs> I just trained for it in the morning and uh, I'm going to do good. I'm, I'm going to win. 
I'm gonna take the gold medal actually. I believe that. Yeah, inshallah. So when you take this gold medal, they pay you for it? Yeah, you get paid. I take money and the gold medal. Oh, nice. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> nice. Yeah, they pay me, of course. Otherwise, I'm not gonna go to the championship to get punched on my face without getting money. Yeah. <laughs> okay, that's good. Um, so Khalid, we've learned a lot from you and from consistency to motivation to being to inspiring people and pushing people i think it's been um a great sec a great session having you here and we really love your insight in how you, you push people i mean you are the kind of person that gives something so that's really valuable and i'm sure a lot of your trainers are going to hear about this and a lot of my clients Sorry. Clients, excuse me. Yeah, a lot yeah. of your clients are going to hear about this, and that will be good. And so, um, hopefully, when you open your boxing, you will invite every one of us. And yeah. of course, bro, you're gonna get an invitation.